Oh, hey, I'm so glad you're back in the archive checking out this episode. I wanted to give you a heads up that while the episode you're about to hear may be a little bit older, we still stand behind all of our advice and actionable takeaways. However, we may mention resources that are no longer available. The best way to get our up-to-date resources is going to feelgoodretail.com slash podcast and checking out what we have there. So without further ado, enjoy the episode. Welcome to Retail for the Rest of Us, a podcast for indie retailers, makers, and shop owners who want to do business differently. I'm your host, Janine Malone, retail expert, small business cheerleader, and the founder of Feel Good Retail. On this show, you'll hear insights, strategies, and ideas on how to sustain and scale your shop without sacrificing your sanity. Each week, you'll hear from me and the occasional guest expert in what I hope feels more like a voice note from your retail BFF than a business podcast. Additional goodies and support can be found in our show notes and at feelgoodretail.com. Now, let's get into the show. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to Retail for the Rest of Us. I'm Janine, and this week I'm looking into my indie retail crystal ball and making some 2022 holiday predictions. Every season seems to have its own unique flavor, kind of like an environment that's going to affect every single thing about the holiday season, from your decisions as a business owner to how your customers think and shop and act. Um, But oftentimes, the ingredients that make up that flavor are completely out of our control. (laughs) So I am not a consumer behavior expert. Um, or a psychic, although I guess maybe I could be considered a little bit of both. But I am an intuitive person who has spent a lot of time in retail and has done a lot of holiday seasons in retail. So if you'll allow me, I wanted to sort of paint a picture of how I'm thinking about the holiday seasons landscape so that a la Bob Ross, you can all just be happy little trees going about your business. (laughs) If you're looking for more tactical support, we have a treat for you. Our Feel Good Holiday Guide is back and available for free at feelgoodretail.com slash holiday. Inside, I'll walk you through four tried and true steps to prepare for the season, ranging from reflecting and repeating what worked last year to planning six weeks of aligned marketing and getting really clear on your holiday goals. It's pretty robust. There is a lot in there between tools and ideas and inspiration and straight up strategy. So I would highly suggest popping over to feelgoodretail.com slash holiday and snagging your copy. When I sat down to think about this episode, I basically asked myself the question, like, what fresh hell will this holiday season bring? (laughs) And Like, I'm kidding, but also I'm not because the last few holiday seasons have just been so crazy. Like, I almost feel like I, my entire body is already tensing up, just being like, oh my God, (laughs) it's it's the beginning of November. Like, what's going to happen? 
because, you know, just as a, a little walk down memory lane, in 2020, we were dealing with our first pandemic holiday, where shoppers were like online more than ever, we were relying on e commerce more than ever. And there were crazy shipping disruptions because Donald Trump was attempting to defund the Postal Service, if you'll recall. <laughs> In 2021, the whole country learned about the supply chain because the ongoing COVID-19 pandemic, there were worldwide shortages and delays that caused retailers and consumers to panic about product availability, getting things wrapped and ready for gifting in time for the holidays. And even in saying all of that, I'm like, all of those problems aren't solved. <laughs> like none of them are really in our rearview mirror, but the media and my anxiety has moved on to a new problem, which, drumroll please, is the impending recession, <laughs> which just makes me think of like the emoji that's like smiling and sweating at the same time. <laughs> eh, God. So, you know, whether or not folks are starting to feel the pinch in their wallets, the amount of airtime that inflation and the recession are getting in the media will definitely change consumer behavior. So folks are likely to be setting stricter budgets, meaning they'll be more price conscious and be more critical of where and who their money is going to. So in some ways, indie retailers have an advantage there, right? Like you're a real person who runs a real business, who is really conscious of how you're spending money, how you're exercising your values inside of your business, and how you're like in relationship with your community. But, you know, anytime there's a level of price consciousness or like anxiety about money, it can make the sales process feel really uncomfortable. And it can also make the sales process a little bit longer. So you can see how around the time of the holidays, that can be challenging, right? Because we only have so much time. And it does feel like it gets shorter and shorter every year. Um, you also may be taking action in some way in response to the impending recession. You might be looking more critically at the price points that you carry, right? Like, do I have things maybe under $100, under $50, things that are easy gifts, reliable gifts, no-fail gifts? You also might be limiting your buying to avoid being stuck with more inventory than you can move, right? Because the things that don't sell this time of year, you either need to be able to continue to sell year-round or you'll need to mark them down in you know, January and February, which are notoriously tricky times of year for retailers. So, I mean, at this point, you're probably like, Ginny, <laughs> thanks for the pep talk. <laughs> Everybody knows the recession is coming and we all know it's going to affect holiday shopping. Like, duh, doesn't take a business expert to break me that news. But here's where I think things will get a little spicy and where I think having empathy and thinking about like your customer's full emotional experience can come in really handy. Because for a lot of people, myself included, actually, this will be the first time in three years 
that they will be gathering with friends and family in person for the holidays. And I am going to say that with a big knock on wood, because who knows what can happen in a couple of weeks. But if I had to guess, I'd say a lot of folks are going to want to make this year extra special. Now, after the years we've had, I would argue that when I say extra special, we should just enjoy the company of our loved ones because we know what it's like to miss out, to not see them, to not wake up to their little faces on Christmas morning. And I am sure there will be gratitude and celebration for that exact reason. But being totally real and understanding how the holidays work, particularly here in America, I am going to guess that making things extra special is going to mean finding the perfect gift, hosting the most beautiful dinner, decorating with the most incredible decorations, because that is how we engage with the holidays. And that's not to say we won't, like I said, be grateful and celebrate and have beautiful toasts and give extra long hugs, but the pressure of the things is going to be on. So in short, the 2022 holiday season is essentially about big magic and a small budget. (laughs) I guess in that way, like who's more prepared than an indie retailer, right? Like literally no one. (laughs) So with all of that in mind, with big magic, small budget or big magic, high expectations or however we want to phrase that. How are you going to adjust your holiday strategy to fit this unique season without backing yourself over with Santa sleigh? You know, a few things come to mind. First is that it's really a good time to double down on nurturing your current customer base. When budgets are tighter and expectations are higher, customers put a higher value on the things that they already know, the brands that they already know, and the brands they already love because they trust them to stick the landing, right? They understand your shipping process. They understand the quality of your products. There's a familiarity there that feels really comfortable. And it's usually a bigger risk to try a new brand or a new shop when time is limited and the pressure to find something special is on. So, you know, part of why your community of customers already loves you and loves shopping small is your thoughtful and intentional curation. You are already doing so much work for them by being intentional about the pieces that you bring in, especially for this time of year. So I definitely wouldn't shy away from storytelling this season. You know, you don't have to go on and on and like tell the life story of some of your makers or like show your mood board process or any of that. But giving these little tidbits of like, why did you bring this line in? What inspired you to create this specific process? Like, what inspired you to create this specific product? That's really going to add value to that purchase. Because in turn, your customers are going to be able to give that gift and tell a story with it, which You know, maybe I'm just really showing my little cancer heart here, but I think that that's a really important part of a thoughtful gift of like 
this is why I chose this for you. This is something unique about it. This is why or how I see you in some way, right? And so in addition to that like warm and fuzzy piece, which we love, (laughs) that was my Cancer Sun. Now let's move to my Capricorn Moon. (laughs) This is also a big opportunity to work smarter, not harder, right? So bear with me for a second. The likelihood of attracting a brand new first-time customer, which is otherwise called acquisition in the business world, if the odds of acquiring a new customer is going to be lower this season, then I would invite you to reallocate some of the resources you're spending on acquisition to your retention strategy which looks like serving, rewarding, and keeping the customers you already have coming back for more. How can you turn the people who shop with you 10 months out of the year into holiday shoppers, right? How can you show them that you have something not just for them, but for their mom or their secret Santa or their work wife or whatever? There's a lot of ways that this can look, like plenty, but just at a high level, it could look like, you know, changing up your paid ads to lean more heavily on repeat customers or retargeting campaigns. It could look like taking your intro offer, whatever offer is on like your email pop up, or like if there's something that you give people when they shop for the first time, you could take that, let's say 10% off and offer it as like a win back or a loyalty reward. You could also get like, really creative and make some really amazing VIP perks like free and fast shipping for the month of December or beautiful gift wrapping complimentary or offer people a personal shopping experience where you can kind of walk them through your collection. Anything you can do to add a level of like really incredible experience and stress-free service to your customers, I think is going to be a huge win and money and time well spent this year. Planning is also going to be a big part of, I think, everyone's shopping experience this year. I mean, it's always a part of the holidays, right? We like make our list, we check it twice, we get all the addresses, we shop early, we do all the things We try to do all the things. We say we're going to do all the things, (laughs) right? But with that in mind, I'm going to suggest humbly, as I do every year, that you share your full season's promotional calendar with your customers early. Put it all out on the table. The events that you're hosting, the shipping cutoffs you're adhering to, the dates and actual details of all of your holiday promotions, If you're doing 20% off on Black Friday, people should know that now. And I am aware that this is pretty unorthodox, but it's also a very low lift way to divest from scarcity marketing and overconsumption fueled by FOMO, which are two things that we are not about here at Feel Good Retail. So an amazing way to serve your customers is to give them the gift of being able to prepare, right? If they know when they have to order by, if they know that there's a gift that they really want to give, but it's a little bit outside of their price point, but they know that they can get it or get some kind of like little freebie or a free shipping or whatever, 
it's more likely that they're going to support you because they're going to also feel supported by you. I just don't think this is the time of year to surprise people um, because it already feels so stressful and it already feels so overwhelming. And there's a lot of pressure on the season and particularly this one to get it right. And so I think the more you can help your customers do that and really be in service to them, to thank them for a great year, I just think that that is chef's kiss. And I think the more you can be transparent, the more that you can be caring, the more that you can be considerate of all of the things going on for your customers the more considerate they'll be of you. I don't know. Maybe that's naive. But anyways, that's what I'm thinking about going into the holidays. That is the environment, the ecosystem, the landscape for this wacky, wild, and wonderful time of year. And I would love to know what you're thinking about for the holiday season. Does this resonate? Is this what's been on your mind? Do you have any amazing ideas that you'd like to share? Please let me know. You can always DM me at Feel Good Retail. You know I love this podcast to feel more like a conversation. So hit me up in the DMs, reply to an email of mine, and let me know what you're excited about this season, what you're trying out, and how you're going to make it feel really good. Until next week. Thank you for being here. Thank you for being in business. Cheers to feeling good. Thanks for listening to Retail for the Rest of Us. Find additional information and resources related to this episode in the show notes or on our website, feelgoodretail.com. This show was lovingly produced and edited by Softer Sounds, a feminist podcast studio. If you enjoyed this episode, please take a minute to text it to your business bestie, share it on social media, and leave us a rating or review. It really helps the show grow organically and we love making new friends. Thank you for being here. Thank you for being in business and cheers to feeling good.